need to stop defining God by who I am and also stop defining myself by my pain and by who I am without Him. Christ is my life and He defines it, not my pain or despair. Jesus' life gladly said to us, I gave my life for you so that I could give my life to you. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, I have to take who God is into this life's valleys. He shows up in some of the darkest moments, and I will not let the darkness define him or me. He will bust open the valleys with his presence, and that's just how he works. Listen, the ministry of Life Journeys and this series, Words That Work, is about elevating God's presence until his glory begins to define your life. I've literally seen the dead raised and demons cast out of people in my ministry. I've watched God raise up our family by many great miracles where there was no explanation except that there is a God. So when I'm talking about going through life's many tribulations, I'm not making excuses for a God who's powerless to heal and deliver and doesn't show up the way we want to. But this specific ministry is about finding a greater power within, in the presence of God, and a life crucified to the flesh whereby the power of God can be released. Let me give you some life definition in a hard place with the Apostle John, where his faith brought him to exile on a prison island. God showed up, and I want to put it into some context here. Here's something he makes clear in an opening verse of the book of Revelation. He says, Grace to you from the one who was and who is and who is to come. Now, can you imagine coming up to someone and saying, Who are you? And they just say, I am the one who is. It's God saying, I am existence. He is the only self-existent being He exists by himself. He needs no external support system, no earth, no air, water, food, shelter, or other support system for his being. There is no external reason whereby he exists. Or can you imagine someone saying, I was, with no beginning or ending. He always was. God was before time began. He exists today outside of time itself. There's no relativity equation that can contain him. For example, time is a function of speed. In other words, how long would it take to get from here to there? With God, there is no time. It exists only within him as a small subset of his nature. Who are you? He says, I was and I am. 
What if instead he said, I will be? It's perhaps something like breaking the sound barrier, but on steroids. He broke the time barrier. In that place in your future, he would say, I already exist there. I will be. How's that possible? Well, it's impossible with men, but the fact that he already exists in your future is a testament to his deity, well outside of the parameters of material existence. How does he do that? How can it be? To answer that would be an answer that could define God, and that's just way beyond human capacity. I exist only because of who I am. I existed before time began, and I exist right now in your future. I am what was, I am what is, and I am what is to come. And my message to you right there, right now, always was, is, and always will be the message of grace. That's my will for you. That's how God talks, you see. Let's put some definition on who God is in your life. You came from Him. This God created you. Therefore, you, being a part of God, are a part of this infinite universe of creation, not something that to just wonder at like a scientist peering into the night sky. I know that I have my being as a part of God Himself, for all things are intended to be summed up in Christ. I in Him, and He, the Creator, in me. The expanse of the universe bows before the wonder that you and I are a part of what is infinite, for He is our Father. Think of that in your little momentary vapor-like existence. The infinite has come to you in your flash of life on earth and said, I am all that was, is, and will be. I am everything that exists, for I am the creator and all that shall be in me and of me. Paul prays that we be filled with all of this fullness of God. He says to you who believe, my eternal message is grace. This God who can take the entire timeline of the earth and roll it up and put it in his shirt pocket loves me and has bequeathed all of his kingdom to you and me. He is where and what we came from. On that day on that prison island, this God showed up and gave John, and all of us really, some definition far beyond our life's earthly pain. John called himself the disciple that Jesus loved. Yet here he was in exile because he believed God's word. You see, the reality is God shows up in life's deepest valleys. Little wonder that this being of infinite power and purity and love knew me before I was born in the throne of his glory and then revealed to my father in a vision before I was born and then came to save me one hungover Sunday evening. He determined that I be announced, that I exist, and that I be saved by His grace. And it is also this God who told me He was going to bring this nation to its knees. 
Do you realize that you were created beneath the rainbow that spans the throne of God? That you were chosen before the foundation of the world, not in spite of you being a sinner, but before you ever had the opportunity to sin. That's where God shows up from, beneath the rainbow, where his throne exists. Before I was born, Mom had been hospitalized for years and was on this night waiting for my father to okay a surgery that had a 50-50 chance of taking her life. As he agonized in his motel room, Jesus just showed up in a vision. That night, in the time of a deep valley, to a father who didn't even believe in God, he showed up a year before I was born. He showed Dad that the surgery would be okay and that he would have a son. I know where I came from in the heart of God. I was planned in heaven, and so were you. Years later, when I was deeply hungover on a Saturday night, or actually a Sunday night after a Saturday night binge, as I was laying on the couch, God just showed up in the room. He gave me the power of Christ, the power to change my life, and I knew it was God speaking to me. He gave my life definition with the power of his presence, and six months later, I was no longer working in the mines. I was in Bible college. One night I was in prayer, and upon my wife's heart and mine was why we couldn't have any more children. As I knelt, God showed up again, and not only established the foundation for my wife's healing, but he lit up the whole church with his power the next day and then for several weeks. Six weeks later, we had another girl because God showed up in a time of barrenness and gave definition to our entire family. I will never let my life be defined by my pain, my body's condition, or what circumstances are around me. I and my family have come from beneath the rainbow of heaven, just like you, and you need to know who you are. But then, on January 26, 2021, as the scenes of what has been called an insurrection played out, God showed up again. This time, it was more of an intense presence than I had ever felt in my entire life. In the middle of the chaos, he said, You've seen what men can do. Now, get ready for what I can do. I'm going to bring this country to its knees. You see, God gives definition to people, to nations, and to all of creation itself. He's in charge. He's called the Prince of the Kings of the Earth, and He's getting us ready, even as He allows evil to walk in plain sight, and He's doing it and allowing it for a reason. No politician or terrorist or disease is going to define either Him or you and I or this nation. I've shared those words many times, and it's part of the motivation why I'm doing this podcast. I have been put in a place of great weakness as a canvas upon which to paint the truth that brings me great joy every day. You see, we're destined for an eternal life in God's glory, with the call to start becoming prepared today in the presence of God. I know He's a healer and a deliverer, that's been established years ago. But the greatest miracle today for America is to learn to let God define 
all of our lives. Neither our problems, our politics, or our media's propaganda should ever be allowed by us to do that. Jude 124 says that God is able to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I've often thought and struggled with how we will ever relate to one another in heaven, especially those of us, well, I guess all of us really, who have sinned against others. I've thought people could have had so much more of God through my life if I had lived up to all of my potential in Christ. My wife and kids could have had greater blessings. How can I ever relate to all of the people whom I have let down? That's a very heavy weight to bear for a husband, a father, and a pastor. The devil has used that multiple times against me, but in this verse, I have found grace. The life that is hidden with God in Christ, the life that is above, my new life has no sin in it. It's a faultless life, and Jesus is able to make it so. He has made it so. We're not going to sit around in heaven having these long sessions of explaining away and grieving over all of our sins. He's going to present us faultless before the presence of His glory. The life that we have now in Christ and throughout eternity is one that is faultless because it's Jesus' life created in us and for us, even though we often don't live up to it clearly. That's why Paul says, be worthy of this calling. Just as we were born first through our parents, so we are born again into a new life that has been created for us. No matter what befalls us, that is the grace from Him who was and is and is to come. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. I need to stop defining God by who I am and also stop defining myself by my pain and by who I am without Him. Christ is my life and He defines it, not my pain or despair. Jesus' life gladly said to us, I gave my life for you so that I could give my life to you.